The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out maddow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. How many reviews, let's say specifically Google reviews, do you have for your practice? One, five, 10, 100, 500, 1,000, somewhere in between. Google reviews are so important and that's what we're gonna be talking about among many other things on today's edition of the Dental Practice Fixers Podcast. I'm Dr. Richard Maddow, co-founder of the Matter Center for Dental Practice Success. And I'm glad to be your host today on The Fixers. Sorry, let's talk about Google reviews. But first, really quickly, we know these days it is more important than ever to control your overhead. And by controlling your overhead, I think that means lowering your overhead. But you've got to be careful when you lower your overhead because you don't want that to impact the level of quality service you provide for your patients, both clinically and non-clinically. You don't want to cut something out of your practice expense only to have it cause negativity with your patients or a negative effect on your bottom line. And that's why I'm going to say the easiest, simplest, most efficient way to lower your overhead almost immediately is to start using stacks by Fat Merchant for your credit card processing. We use them at the Matto Center. We've recommended them to thousands, tens of thousands of dental practices across the US. And we love Stacks because they don't charge an overage percentage, just a low flat monthly fee for your processing. Want to find out more? Go to matto.com slash save. You make one phone call, the change is seamless. You're on autopilot and you save money every single month, just like we do at the Matto Center. So again, go to matto.com slash save. Okay, let's talk about reviews for a second, for a minute, for quite a few minutes. Um, I think you've heard me say this before, but my medical doctor, my intern is too, I really, really like, he's the greatest guy ever. I respect him so much. Um, I actually pay a quarterly fee just to be his patient. He's one of those... VIP doctors, concierge doctors, whatever you want to call it. I gladly pay a quarterly fee to have him as my doctor. Well, it used to be that if he would refer me to someone, whatever, an orthopedist for a shoulder issue that I had, an ENT for sinuses, dermatology for a huge pimple, I don't know, whatever the case, you know, you know what I mean? When you're, when you're internist or your general practitioner has to refer you, well, I used to do whatever he said automatically. If he said, call this doctor, I'd call them immediately. These days, it's a little different when anything is recommended to you, by even by someone you trust, whether it's um, a physician, a dentist, a product, a plumber, a pair of headphones, I don't care what it is, what's the first thing you do? You Google it. You go tap, 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 tap. You're going to look at their website, and you are certainly going to look at reviews. I know whenever I purchase something on Amazon, which, yeah, it could be like 20 times a day. I always look at the reviews and they're so influential, even if I think they're fake. I don't know. We just love looking at reviews. It's like the modern day word of mouth. So it is extremely important to have a lot of reviews for your practice and good reviews. Of course, sure. You want five star reviews, 
And some people say that if all you have is five-star reviews, it looks fake. So you can make the argument for having a few four, three, two, one-star reviews thrown in there. But of course, you want to have mostly five-star reviews and you want to have lots of them. And since most searches are done on Google and Google owns the world and YouTube, they own everything, right? They own the world. They showcase the Google reviews the most. So when you search for something, you Google for something, whether it's a dentist, a specialist, a chiropractor, a new pair of headphones, some running shoes, a vacation. I don't care what it is. Google highlights the Google reviews. That's usually the thing you see first. So it's so important to have a ton of excellent and maybe one or two not so great Google reviews for your practice. So how do you get great reviews? Well, the first step, the essential first step in getting great reviews is you have to deserve them. If you are not giving your patients an experience where just about every single person that walks into your office could legitimately, sincerely, honestly give you a five-star review. Well, let's get that house in order, so to speak, before we start worrying about reviews. Because if you're not giving a good service or a good product, whatever you want to call it, and you start getting reviews, well, they may not be so good. So the first step is getting your house in order, making sure that you actually deserve five-star reviews if you want to chat about how to do that, I'd be glad to talk to you about um, how to make your office the greatest office in your area. You can actually schedule a call with me if you go to matto.com slash chat. Um, this is for practice owners only, but if you want to talk to me about anything, you can go to matto.com slash chat. But needless to say, the first step in getting good reviews is to actually deserve good reviews. So let's do that first. Make your office the office where somebody couldn't help but give a five-star review. Okay, so now how do we get good reviews? I've been in offices before where I've seen a sign in the reception room that says, you know, please review us on Facebook or please review us on Google, whatever. There's nothing wrong with it, but the thing is, it doesn't work. Nobody does it. They just don't do it. People just don't do that. I mean, yeah, maybe one or two people a year, but that's not the fast track to getting a lot of reviews in your practice. Um, you know, another thing that people do is they will kind of pick a patient, oh, this patient gave us a compliment or this patient had a great visit and they'll ask them for reviews and they'll stick an iPad in front of them and say, here's our iPad, here's how you do it. You go in there and you give us a review. Well, unfortunately, because that would be such a great way to do it. Unfortunately, that doesn't work because Google knows your IP address. The IP address, I think it stands for internet protocol. I'm, I could have been, I could be making that up. I don't know if I'm wrong, please feel free to correct me. Um, but essentially it tells Google or anyone else where that review is coming from, what physical geographic location. And Google knows, and I think Yelp does too, that if a review comes from the same place of business, in other words, if you're reviewing a car wash and the review comes from the geographic location of the car wash, boom, eh, they sniff that out in a second and they don't allow it because let's face it, they don't want you and your team and you know other people who are in your office to review your office. So it can't come from your office IP address. And unfortunately, because it would be great if it worked, that's why handing somebody an iPad in your office and say, here, give us a review. That's why that doesn't work. So since we know we can't do that, a lot of times we'll just say to a patient and specifically a targeted patient, they say they had a great visit or you know they had a great before and after or whatever. And you'll say to them, hey, we'd love for you to go give us a Google review when you get home. And I mean, it's okay, but let's face it. Most of the time they forget and we all get frustrated because they just don't do it. Again, a small percentage will, but most won't. Um, you know, the fact is you need some kind of system and that system 
involves communicating with the patient after the visit, either text or an email. They'll get something from you. Let's let's use email in this example. They'll get an email from you um, kind of asking how their experience was, which brings up another point. One way to do this is to only target patients who you know will give you a good review. Again, somebody who just complimented you, somebody who just couldn't help but give a great review because they had an excellent experience and only ask those people or only send those people a follow-up email or text that asks for a review. That's fine, but it just seems like you're limiting the amount. And sometimes you don't know people are quiet and their experience, their visit was nothing exceptional, but to them, it was a great experience and they'd love to give you a five-star review. So it's really good to contact everyone, but then how do you eliminate or how do you kind of filter out the people who didn't have a good experience? Well, again, let's get back to the email example. One great way to do it is to send an email, you know, send some, some niceties, whatever, and then say, how was your visit? Now, this is something you're going to probably have to have your tech person or somebody who's very tech savvy set this up, but it'll say, how was your visit? And, you know, you can have the smiley face for good and the red frowny face for bad. And if they hit bad, it won't go to a review site. It will say, we're so sorry to hear that. Please get in touch immediately to let us know how we can improve. Again, you want to help. You want to be sincere. If somebody had a bad visit, you certainly want to know about it and you want to be able to help them or mitigate whatever issues they were having. So if they hit their visit wasn't good, you get an email, you contact them immediately, you try to make nice, et cetera, et cetera. If they click their visit was good, then that can go to something where you send them a link that says, please reveal us on Google, click here, then your Google review site comes up, or please reveal us on Yelp or Facebook or whatever it is. So this way you can send the email to everyone, but the people out of negative experience will be filtered out and the people who had a positive experience will be given a direct link or um, QR code or however you want to do it to put a good review on your site, which could be Google, Facebook, Yelp, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's a great way to do it. Um, now, one thing I would advise you to do is to, I was gonna say warn, it's not really a warning, but tell the patient ahead of time to expect this. Um, you know, I know so many times when I take my car in for service, for example, and I generally have a good experience, the service technician will say, hey, please be look, look out for this. You're gonna be getting an email from the dealership asking how your experience here was. I hope you can give me five stars. If there's some, some, for some reason you can't, just let me know right now. I'd love to speak with you about it, whatever. But they warn me, you know, they kind of pump me up that I'm going to be getting that email. And when my service advisor, who I like, is a really good guy, specifically says I'm going to be getting this and they ask me for a good review, I feel like I'm much more likely to be compliant rather than just randomly some email shows up asking how my experience was at the car dealership. So it's great to prime your patients, let them know they'll be getting an email or text. Some people don't like the word review. I know it's been suggested by um, Dr. Len Tal, who is the country's leading expert on dental reviews, that you tell the patient you'll be asking for some feedback. And I agree with Len. That does sound so much nicer. A review, I don't know, it sounds like you're asking for a favor. Asking for some feedback, it sounds like you're trying to help them. So please be on the lookout for an email or a text in the next day or two. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback on how your visit went. Boom. That is a great way to do it. So again, these are all some really good, easy tips. You know, the sign doesn't work that well. The Handing them the iPad, you're, you can't do it because Google sniffs that out. Um, telling the patient they'll be getting a request for some feedback is good. And if you want to target it, that severely limits. I'm trying to recap everything here because I feel like I just talked a mile a minute. Um, if you just only send it to patients who you target, 
could be good, but it really, it really limits the amount of patients you'll be asking. And remember, quantity is so important in reviews. Your quality is important, but you know, you go on a site, they have 14 reviews. No matter how good those reviews are, it's not nearly as impressive as a dental office with 500 reviews. I certainly feel that way on Amazon. I'm looking at a product that has five-star average, but it has four reviews. Then another product has 10,000 reviews. Well, I'm going to buy the 10,000 review every single time. Now, in dentistry, we're not going to get 10,000 reviews, but you can have 100, 500, 1,000. Absolutely. And it's not going to happen overnight, but it can happen. So having a lot of reviews is very impressive. And Google likes that too. And everybody talks about how to organically get your office better visibility on Google. Nobody, well, I don't know, maybe Sergey Brin knows, but nobody knows the algorithm outside of Google land. But I think it's pretty clear that if you have a ton of good reviews, you're much more likely to have a higher ranking with Google. You're more likely to be in the map pack, not the rat path, the Mac, map, M-A-P pack, which is that listing of three or four geolocations that come up during a Google search. That's really, really powerful. So getting a lot of reviews helps you with Google in so many ways. So again, rather than filter out the patients, send an email to everyone, but then filter out after they get the email. So if they had a bad experience, they'll tell you and they won't go to a review site. So again, this was really quick. I think I talked for about six or seven minutes, but I just gave you a ton of tips on how to get great reviews. Um, my favorite tip is to just automate the entire process. Because let's face it, it's one of those things, kind of like asking for referrals. You're kind of hyped up about it, but then after a day or two, you, you just get busy, you forget about it, you get turned off because a patient won't do it for whatever the reason. I love it when the whole system is automated. Um, you can try to talk to your tech person to try to build this out yourself, but I'm going to say, why not copy what's already working? Um, my favorite place to do this will place plans of weird term to use. My favorite system for doing this is the one created by BirdEye. BirdEye is a company that operates in the US and Canada, I think Mexico, several other countries throughout the world. Um, it's kind of an automated review process. They are the experts at it. They've got it down. They have a lot of dental clients. If you Google a dentist and they have 500 to 1,000 reviews, I'd say there's an excellent chance they're using BirdEye. They're really inexpensive and they know how to do it. I know like for me personally, I'll get all excited about doing something like asking for referrals, asking for reviews, for feedback, whatever. But then other things come in place and you get busy and you forget about it and boom, the whole thing ends. So that's why I love that things automated. Um, again, I don't want to turn this into a commercial for BirdEye because it's so much more than that, but I do love BirdEye. I'm going to suggest you check them out. Of course, we asked them if we could set up a page uh, for them and it's matto.com slash reviews. Just go to matto.com slash reviews to learn more about BirdEye. And of course, we um, demanded, strong word there, demanded that they offer a special deal for people who are Matto fans. You listen to the podcast, you're on our email list, whatever. So um, go to matto.com slash reviews, get a demo, see if BirdEye's for you. Whether it is or not, start this moment. Have a team meeting, talk about it. Start talking about how you can get more reviews and specifically more Google reviews. Or do it the easy way, use BirdEye. Find out at matto.com slash reviews. Okay, that's enough about reviews for today because we are going to get to our mystery shopper calls. I did a call today. I haven't done this one for a while. I think I did this one a few years ago. And that is I am pretending that I am a dad with little kids, not that little, and I want to see if you see children in your office. I'm not pretending I'm a dad because I am a dad, but my kids are all grown. 
So now I'm pretending that I'm the dad of an 11 and a seven-year-old. Now, in my practice, I loved seeing kids, not because I liked seeing children as patients. I love children, but not really as patients that much. Let's face it, the hygienist did most of the work anyway. Um, they weren't super profitable. But I learned that if you are good to the kids, you are the hero to the parents. And I got so many great patients by being good to their kids. So the setup for the mystery shopper call today is I'm a dad. I've got two kids, age seven and 11. Can I bring them to your beautiful office? Oh, by the way, I don't have insurance, so I want to pay for everything flat. Couldn't be a much better patient than that, could there be? Okay, let's find out. Go over here to Command Central, and we'll do call number one. Uh, yeah, do you see children in your office? We do. We see children um, for cleaning and checkups, usually after the age of five. We do Because we don't have a pediatric dentist, but we do cleaning checkups for kids. Okay, so my two kids, they're, you know, 11 and 7. That will be no problem? Yeah, that should be fine. Cool. And if I don't have insurance, which I don't, do you um, just take payment by check or cash or credit card or anything like that? Yes. Yeah, so an initial checkup and cleaning appointment is 150 uh, That's for everything? Mm-hmm, everything. X-rays, cleaning exam. Okay, good, good, good. And then um, – also, my wife and I probably are looking for a new dentist as well. So I'm guessing if things go well with the kids, we can make appointments then as well. Of course. Yes, Great. of course. Cool. Well, hey, thank you so much for that info. Appreciate it. Of course. Of course. No problem. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay there. She was nice. She was super friendly. I don't know why she had to throw in when we don't have a pediatric dentist. I mean, for a 7 and 11-year-old, assuming they don't have any issues, um, they probably do not need a pediatric dentist. So again, just something to get the, the person on the phone thinking, oh, pediatric dentist. I didn't even know there was a such thing. Should I be sending my kids to a pediatric dentist? You know how people are. You put an idea in their head and it's just a reason to put things off. So I don't think it was necessary to say that. But in general, she was polite, friendly, um, kind of upbeat. I want to bring in two kids. Then if things go well, I want to come in. I want to bring my wife in. I want to pay cash. Boom, great family that she made absolutely no attempt to schedule. Come on now, get the appointment. I'm there, probably ready to schedule my 11, seven-year-old. She made zero, zero, zero attempt to get me on the schedule. I'm going to have to say not acceptable. Let's move on to the next call. For calling Dental Mary's speaking, how can I help you? Oh, hi. Do you see children in your office? How old is the child? Uh, well, two kids, 11 and 7. Yeah. And what insurance do you have? I don't have insurance. Yeah, we do see kids. Okay. So since you mentioned insurance, um, if I don't have insurance, how can I pay for the visits? Um, exam, x-rays, and cleaning for each child is 375 For each one? So that would be seven fifty for two kids? Yes. Wow, what does that include? That's a lot of money. Exam, x-rays, and cleaning. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, and can I use a charge card for that? Yes, sir. Good, good, good. And if, if things go well, which I'm sure they would, um, you would see adults too. My wife and I are looking for a new dentist also. Correct. Mm -hmm. And is, the, is it the same price there for the checkup and cleaning? Yes. Okay, good. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome, sir. Okay, bye. Click. All right, 375 for pediatric exam, profi, and x-rays. Wow, 
seems a little steep to me. The previous office was 150. I'm going to go with 150. Um, but I don't know. I mean, first of all, you can tell right from the bat she was very monotone. And then uh, she said, yes, we do see kids here. What a perfect segue to let's get yours on the schedule. I gave her like five opportunities to answer the question and then say, let's get your kids on the schedule. Um, she did absolutely nothing. No effort. Of course, instantly she asked if I, you know, what insurance I have. She didn't even ask if I have insurance. She said, what insurance do I have? Which um, might tell me something about this practice. I'm not sure. But 375 for a kid's profi. And then I, I didn't flinch. I said, I'm ready to go, man. I'll use my charge card. And she made zero attempt to get the kids in or me or my wife. Um, complete disaster there. Well, let's do one more and see if it can possibly continue. office how may i help you oh hi do you see children in your office uh, depending on how old oh uh, yeah my kids are 11 and 7. yes we would uh-huh good and um i don't have dental insurance how much do you think of the the first visit would be for each for each it would be roughly around 325. okay so 650 mm -hmm. total uh -huh. Correct. and can i pay that with a credit card or other options Yes. Yes, credit card works. Yeah. Good. Good. Credit card there... works fine. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and I'm guessing you see adults as well. For like, if everything goes great with the kids, my wife and I would be able to make appointments also. Yeah, of course. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Anything else I can help you with? I think that should do it. I, I, I that's great. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. 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 I know when the call starts by when she answers the phone, it just says dental office, that it's going to be a winner. Um, but after that, she was actually pretty friendly, kind of upbeat, much, much more upbeat than the second caller, who was completely monotone. Um, so their fee was 325 for a child. Wow. We got 150 375 and 325 Fees are just all over the map, aren't they? Aren't they just crazy? Um, again, I made it very clear that this was going to be a family of four, two adults and two children that wanted to come in. And she made zero attempt. And then at the very end, she almost saved herself. I thought she was going to say, let's get you on the books and make an appointment. What's good for you? But she just said, is there anything else I can help you with? Waiting for me to make the decision. Yes, I want to make an appointment. And I said, no. And she just said, okay, thanks for calling. Boom. Hangs up. This is just unbelievable. I mean, I made these three calls right in a row, same part of the country. Um, they lasted about one minute each. I wanted to bring in four, count them, four patients. We're talking about thousands and thousands of dollars. I mean, in the case of the of the second office, that was going to be 750 in production in probably an hour. Six, I mean, 725, um, so whatever, so 650 for the second office for one hour of hygiene time. Not too shabby, right? And they made no attempt. I mean, zero attempt to make the appointment. The lesson, don't do this in your office. When you get a call like this, be friendly, be warm answer their questions, and then say, we'd love to see you in our office. Does tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. work for you? Whatever it is, make the appointment. All right, that's it for today. I think we've had it. Um, go to matto.com slash save if you want to find out how to switch to stacks for your credit card processing. matto.com slash chat if you want to schedule a call with me. If you're a practice owner, 
I'll talk about anything with you, but hopefully uh, some great advice to help your practice. And if you want to learn how to automate your Google reviews and get hundreds of them, go to matter.com slash reviews. Thanks so much for being here. I'm Dr. Richard Matto, co-founder of the Matto Center for Dental Practice Success. We help you succeed. And I'll see you in the next edition of the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. Oh, my personal email address, rich, R-I-C-H, at matto.com. Thanks so much for listening or watching. See you soon.